0: Good morning, everybody, and happy Thursday morning. We are recording on Thursday morning for you guys. So it really is Thursday for us, too. My name is Christine. I am your average Joe Schmo when it comes to sports knowledge. And I am here to ask all the questions that you guys have at home. And my name is Sarah. And I just took a bite of my breakfast bar. And I am your self-proclaimed sports expert. I am here to answer all of those questions that Christine has and hopefully all of those questions that you have at home. I'm recording from yet again, another hotel on the road with cold coffee. Food, in my tiny little cup, pretty sure that my um, stir stick had mold on it. And <laughs> it's just been a great day. So. Sarah's in Alabama. I am. I'm in Alabama. I'm an hour behind at 7.40 a.m. and I'm fully ready. I've got to be in the office in 20 minutes, so I'm hoping we can make this a short and sweet episode. So whether you are here today to learn about five-yard penalties or you are here to learn Christine and I's big announcement for our one-year anniversary, welcome. We are so happy that you are here. I don't really know, Christine, when are we going to ta- say our announcement at the end? Yeah, it's definitely going to be at the end because we have, I think we can breeze through these five-yard penalties. I do think it's important for you guys to know these five-yard penalties because you see a lot of them during the games, which is why we're going to talk about it today. But stay tuned because this is a large announcement that you guys don't want to miss. So let's go ahead and get straight into five-yard penalties, Sarah. I know that the penalties are broken down from offense to defense. So let's start with offensive five-yard penalties. Okay, so... Y'all know this is our football series, and within the football series, we have now broken it down into even further series of um, different penalties. We have five-yard penalties, 10-yard penalties, 15-yard penalties, and then spot penalties, which I'll probably go over um, whenever we review the 15-yard penalties. So that being said, today is our penalty series within our football series, and yes, we are talking five-yard penalties. So offense. Offense. Let's get it rolling. Delay a game. It's the easiest penalty to realize and notice because basically there is a clock that is running known as the play clock. Mm-hmm. And if the clock hits zero and the ball is not hiked, the ball is with the center and it is not hiked between his legs, you know, whatever style to the quarterback behind him then a flag will be thrown and it is known as a delay of game yeah you see this a lot actually actually you don't see it a ton but whenever you do see it you're like okay the clock's getting down to five stop, seconds stop 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 the ball okay <laughs> go go hide the ball oh. It's like all of a sudden you can feel, you feel your anxiety rising and your butt cheeks start clenching harder. Cause you're like, are they going to get it out? Are they going to get it out? I know. I know. And sometimes they will, they'll run the clock down to like one second and it is, it's stressful watching it. So that little clock that you see, it's not the game clock. It's the play clock. It's 40 seconds. It's set immediately after each play ends. And that's how much time the offensive, the offensive line, the offensive team, the offense has to get their play off. And sometimes you'll see if they just absolutely can't do it. The team will take a timeout. So they don't get the penalty. Is that right? Yes. Good call, Christine. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So that's delay of game. Let's go on to the next one, which is false start. False start again, another five-yard penalty, someone on the offense, usually the offensive line. So those big guys that you see that are protecting the quarterback moves or gets out of their set stance before the ball is hiked. So there are like seven guys that are lined up on the line of scrimmage and they literally have to be like statues. Right. Like you will see false star penalties be called because whenever they like oh my, they like Twitch and the defensive guy is like, he jumped first and they'll like point fingers back. The first. Um, but the offensive guys, up to the offensive line to really, really, really stay. Um, um yeah stay still thank you because and you'll see if you guys are watching on tv it's it's even easier to see on tv because you know these people in person the, the players in person don't have the line that we can see that's true. Um, that's true and on tv you can see the line of scrimmage um and that's the line that if they even twitch over before the ball is hiked that's whenever the flag's going to get called and that's whenever they're going to get that five-yard penalty False start. That's right. Oh, I should say. Okay, so the signals, the ref signals, delay a game. This is delay a game. Okay. Okay. It's like the I dream of genie. Ding. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm, I'm gonna think of genie now every single time (laughs) there's a delay game penalty. Okay. False. False start is. Let me see the tootsie roll. Tootsie roll. Tootsie tootsie roll. roll. The Tootsie roll. Okay. And um it's really forward because it goes forward, but I mean, I just, you know, whenever you're dancing, your hands are rolling forward instead of rolling backwards. So whichever way that you roll your hands during the Tootsie roll, just make sure that you're rolling them forward when you're talking <laughs> false start. We went over um delay of game, fall start. Let's talk illegal formation. Yeah. So illegal formation, this one got a little bit confusing, you guys. I had to watch quite a few YouTube videos and I feel like my brain is kind of scrambled, but the seven linemen, those big seven guys, at least seven men on the offense need to be lined up on the line of scrimmage and then the eligible receivers. So there's 11, 11 people on the field for both sides at, at, at any time, right? Mm-hmm. So there are 11 offensive players, Seven need to be on the line of scrimmage. And then the other four are lined up on the outside of those seven linemen, and those are your eligible receivers. Now, there are a lot of ways that the eligible receivers can line up. They cannot be on both sides. If so, one of them has to become an eligible receiver. There's, It's kind of confusing, but as I was watching it, y'all just need to know that if there are not at least seven players... On that line of scrimmage, then it is a legal formation. Oh, that's one I didn't understand. Like I didn't understand why the way that they were on the field was illegal. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's good to know that there has to be seven linemen at all times blocking, right? Is that what you mean? On the line of scrimmage. So the line of scrimmage is where that ball is placed, you guys. So there's an imaginary okay. line, that line that Christine was talking about that they will place on the TV so that we can see it. Um, the players obviously cannot see it, right? And it runs from sideline to sideline and it starts where that ball is. So, if there are not seven stagnant offensive players lined up on that line of scrimmage, then it is illegal formation. Okay. So, there's illegal formation. And then, what about an ineligible receiver down the field? Because that's another yeah. one I'm like, why is he ineligible? Yes. Okay. So he is ineligible because he is one of those linemen that is lined up on the line of scrimmage. Oh, okay. So again, there's not seven linemen on the line of scrimmage and he's down the field, which is why he's an ineligible receiver. That's right. So he's moved past the line of scrimmage and that can, makes him downfield. Okay. And also, just to clarify, an ineligible receiver downfield is another five-yard penalty. So you have your illegal formation, and then you have your ineligible receiver downfield, which seems like they're both kind of tied together. Although I am curious how you can, how I wouldn't call the illegal formation first. So- basically the illegal for i mean you can have a legal formation right so you can line your seven guys up on the, on the on the line of scrimmage then you can have your eligible receivers on the outside and then so the ineligible receiver is one of those seven guys right one of those linemen that needs to be lined up on the line of scrimmage and so it's when a forward pass is thrown while the player who is ineligible to receive a pass is beyond the line of scrimmage without blocking an opponent opponent at the time of the pass. So it's if they're making a block, meaning if the offensive lineman has a defensive lineman and he's blocking him really like 10 yards down the field, that's not ineligible. The only time that he... Yes, because he's blocking. The only time that he's not ineligible is if he thinks it's like a run play and he's going to go and like block somebody for the running back. Okay. So he can, it's it's usually only during a pass play, I want to say, because offensive linemen can move while the ball is being run to block The defensive players, they just have to be blocking somebody at all times. They just have to be blocking somebody. Okay. So if they, if they were blocking somebody, blocking, 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 and the quarterback is scrambling because they have nowhere to throw no, like nowhere, um, no receivers to throw to. And he, you know, pushes himself to the side and he's like, I'm open. He absolutely can't do that because that's ineligible. He's not blocking the entire time. Ineligible receiver downfield. That's right. Okay. Got it. That makes sense. As long okay. as there's seven linemen at all time blocking, then you will not get an ineligible receiver down the field. That's right. Yes, okay. blocking. So it's kind of confusing. I think I need to post a video. I'll post a video of kind of what it is and a that's few different scenarios for it so that y'all can see. Okay, so we've got delay of game. We have false start. We have illegal formation, ineligible receiver down the field. Now there's an illegal forward pass, and this is from the quarterback. Yes. Okay. So, but I need to tell you what, um, so we have a legal formation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. A legal formation. Y'all need to watch this on YouTube because I don't even know how to explain that. Um, I've got the, you know, I dream of Genie the Tootsie Roll. I don't even know what this is. It's like, you know, I don't even know anyway. And then, um, an, an eligible receiver downfield, you just pat your head. Oh, I got an itchy head. I got an itchy head. There you go. You just pat okay. it. Okay. Cool. a legal forward pass. So, there will be, you will hear when you're watching football, there is lateral and forward lateral. You are always allowed to lateral the ball. Okay. So, meaning you can, no matter what the circumstances, even if it's in the middle of a play, you can throw the ball in forward. line. No, that's illegal. Lateral meaning <laughs> to the side? Lateral meaning to the side or back. Okay forward lateral the only person that can forward lateral the ball is the quarterback so the only oh, I thought you were talking about the quarterback this whole time sorry no the only person on the offensive side that can throw the ball it forward and advance it is mm-hmm. the quarterback as long as he is behind that line of scrimmage right if he is in front of the line of scrimmage it is an illegal forward pass if He hands the ball off to somebody or throws the ball to somebody legally. And then that receiver, that running back, whoever catches the ball, whoever gets the ball, then takes the ball. And instead of passing it backwards or sideways, they pass it forward. That is also an illegal forward pass. Right. That makes sense. And it all has to be done behind the line of scrimmage, right? No. So the forward pass has to be done behind the line of scrimmage. The quarterback has to throw it behind the line of scrimmage. Yes. I, you see sometimes whenever a team is scrambling at the end of a game to win, um, that you'll see these, these receivers and these running backs, just like passing it all over the place to try to get the touchdown to different players. Um, but you're right. You never see them throwing it forward. It's always to the side to a receiver. It's like a little like chuck pass to the side usually, or, or behind them. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And the signal for an illegal forward pass is this, you got a little chicken wing. (laughs) I like that one. I don't like that one as much as the genie though. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! <laughs> that's thing. This is the delaying game. They don't do the "I dream of Genie, but I wish they would because it would really make it. Fun. You'll you'll never forget that one. At least I won't. All right. I so, won't either. That's illegal forward motion. What about illegal motion? Okay, so illegal motion is okay. So basically, the offensive players you will see them moving but they will be moving parallel to the line of scrimmage. Okay. So it's called in motion. So a running back, for example, or sometimes like a wide receiver will set in motion and will run behind the quarterback, but he cannot run towards the line of scrimmage. He can only run parallel with the line of scrimmage. So at any point, if he turns and heads towards the line of scrimmage, or towards the opposing team, or to go down the field, whichever way you want to look at it. Before that ball is snapped, <laughs> illegal motion. Okay, yeah, because you see, sometimes I mean, you see, actually, with every player, right, or every play, right? Like you see the one of the running backs running sideways. Um, yeah, that, I mean, I wouldn't say yes. that's a player that is called illegal motion. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. So not every play will you see that the, a player is in motion, but that is the player that could be called for a legal motion. If he turns up the field, field sooner than he, he's supposed to. Okay. Got That makes sense. That's pretty self-explanatory. Um, so what's the hand motion? Yeah. So it's also known as a legal shift. So you'll hear a legal motion or a legal shift. They're the same. Okay. And what's the hand motion? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's it i don't know how to it's kind of like a uh-huh. like, like a like a that's oh yes. my gosh you guys like a nazi symbol there <laughs> that's literally my that was my first thought oh my god that's terrible like literally well, like what It's they kind were of doing like, like they're chopping something in half hi-yah. yeah chopping like yeah yeah like a hi yeah all right so then Illegal motion and the last one for offense is illegal substitution and offensive obviously has a lot more penalties. Defense does not have as many. So we'll breeze through the defense. Yes. Okay. So, um, illegal substitution, the easiest way to describe it, you guys, there are 11 men on the field that are allowed on the field at any time, period, the end. So you'll see people like on both sides, like sprinting off the field in between plays um, so that there aren't 12 men on the field. So if, right. the ball, if the ball is hiked and there are 12 men on the field, there is an illegal substitution. And that's for both offense and defense. Got it. Got okay. it. Yep. And that's even if the players don't even run off the field fast enough. Like if the ball is hiked and the person is still running off the field and is not off the field yet, they will get called for it. Um, so illegal substitution – the sign is, basically, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Oh, okay. Hand over hard. Got it? Got it. Okay, perfect. Let's move on to the defensive um, penalties, five-yard penalties. And three of them are super close. Um, and so I'm going to go over those three first. We've got offsides. Offside, it's singular, not plural. Encroachment and neutral zone infrac- infraction. Okay. So let's just kind of like, what is it, but what's the difference between all three of them? Yeah. So basically offside encroachment and neutral zone and fraction are all defensive line. So the guys that are lined up opposite those seven offensive guys that are on, on the offensive line are the defensive line. And anytime that they basically are, um, over the line of scrimmage in some way, shape or form, It is a defensive offsides encroachment or neutral zone infraction. So the difference is offsides, they're lined up over that line of scrimmage, Uh neutral zone infraction, they've moved over the line of scrimmage and encroachment means they've actually moved far enough over that they have touched an offensive player. Oh, okay. I didn't know the difference between all three out. I knew encroachment was very, very similar to something. Um, and I didn't realize it was two penalties that was super similar to, so that's good to know. So offsides is on the defense. All the defensive linemen are lined up on the line of scrimmage, or is it, is it not on the line of scrimmage, but in front of the line of scrimmage? So where they're not supposed to be encroachment is they actually touch the line of scrimmage. Is that right? Or they touch the player. So it's actually the neutral zone. So what? it's the neutral zone is the space between the offensive and the defensive line. And it's not called the line of scrimmage on defense. Well, it is there is a line of scrimmage. But the neutral zone is, okay, so look at it this way. Okay, so you have the ball, okay? Here's the length of the ball, right? Here's the offense. Here's the defense, okay? The line of scrimmage is here, mm-hmm. right? For the offense, the line of scrimmage is still here for the defense, but the neutral zone is the length of the ball, Oh, okay. Okay. You guys need to watch that on YouTube. I was going to try to like explain it, but you just need to watch it. So the defense cannot move into the length of the ball known as the neutral zone. Otherwise they will get an offside and encroachment or a neutral zone infraction penalty. Okay. Got it. That makes sense. I'm your little hand motions come in handy yet again. Okay. So offside hand on hip. Okay. Hand on hips offsides. Oh, Sarah, encroachment and offsides, the same thing. Oh, hand on hand on hip. And same with neutral zone infraction. Okay, so offsides, encroachment, neutral zone infraction. The only thing that's going to differentiate is what the ref says. So all hand on hips. Okay, and what about the last defensive penalty, which is defensive holding, which you see all the time? Yes. So, and this is different because it's not just a five yard penalty. It's also an automatic first down. And the reason is because the defensive holding is usually on a, an eligible receiver, right? So it's one of those players that can catch the ball for forward progress. And the reason why the um, penalty is called is because um, they were held, they were, taken out of their route. And so the quarterback could not throw them the ball because the defensive player was holding them back from getting to where the quarterback wanted them to be spot. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. And it's something, like I said, you see it all the time. It's a super frustrating penalty when it happens to your team because like Sarah said, automatic first down. It's an automatic first down. Defensive holding is literally just... So you are hand on wrist, hand on wrist. You are grabbing your wrist with the opposite hand. That's right. Five-yard penalty. But like I said, it's an automatic first down. So the downs reset. All right. Well, that wraps up. I mean, we talked through all the penalties, five-yard penalties. We'll go into 10-yard penalties in next week episode. um, But I hope that that kind of gave you guys a better understanding of at least the five-yard penalties and the ones that you see quite often um, in every football game. However, We're not quite done with this episode because we do have the big announcement to tell you guys. So Sarah, I'm going to let you go first and announce your big news. All right. I'm pregnant. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm due February 7th, you guys. And I actually have like a baby bump now, which is so crazy. You guys, she's actually halfway through her pregnancy. So like you're starting to feel the kicks and she's having a little girl. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm having a girl. Very exciting. Yep. Okay. Christine, your turn. All right, you guys, I'm pregnant too. (laughs) (laughs) And let's just go ahead and say that this was absolutely not planned by either one of us. By either one of us, we always joked about getting pregnant at the same time. Sarah told me she was pregnant. I was like, well, that is not going to happen because I'm not ready. (laughs) Well, oops, I'm pregnant (laughs) too. I'm having a little boy. Sarah's only five weeks ahead of me. And so it's been really fun to have her go through this journey with me. And I'm kind of living like through her journey too, because she's five weeks ahead. So it's kind of like, she shows me what's to come. So I'm not really showing yet. I kind of have like a little fat pooch. Um... But obviously, I'm expecting for that to change soon because Sarah's Sarah's really starting to form a little baby right here. I popped right around 20 weeks. So I'm sure yeah, that's so what I'll pop too. I'll be due March 13th, you guys. So we'll be really close together. One month apart. So crazy. All, All right, right wrap you guys. Up. Well, we will announce a winner if you guys, if anybody guesses um, the announcement right on Friday. So tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. But we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya.